0: i've realized i'm in a lot of trouble because i was just sitting there listening to jasmine i'm like please stop talking because you're stealing everything i'm saying (laughs) so i'm glad you finished quickly um (laughs) just kidding it was really good um yeah so thanks josh i'm penny um and i was thinking to myself when he asked me i was like yeah that should be easy (laughs) how hard can it be and i'm like this is quite nerve-wracking um yeah, so um, the theme for my message tonight is power and how we can be powerful in everyday life. Uh, so the definition of power, which I found is pretty interesting, is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behaviour of others or the course of events. That's pretty cool. And I feel like quite often we associate the word power with authority, um, which is basically having permission to use that power. And so... I like introducing questions, so can anyone give me some names of people that you would think of as powerful? Donald Trump. Oh, dang it, stole it. Parents, yep, Donald Trump. <laughs> cool. All right, that's good. That's a good start. Um, so yeah, I, I had in here, like obviously besides God, we have got the Queen of England, Scott Morrison or ScoMo, whoever knows his Yay. nickname, or Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and just just out of, in, what? He's good, yep. <laughs> and would you consider these things or people more important than you, or why? You can answer, it's okay. I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> so I wrote down, so I would consider them more important because they seem superior from my perspective. Probably sound wiser than me, have lots of money, that's uh, pretty materialistic, but it does make a difference sometimes. Um, So, what I'm getting at is because of the title that people have given them, they have permission to influence people and change the course of events. (laughs) So, like, politicians, it's their job to influence people, to vote for them, to make a change. Um, But if the people I mentioned weren't in those positions, they probably wouldn't be making the effect that they are, if that makes sense. And... Yeah. So in the world we live in today, we tend to consider these people more powerful or influential because of their position and their possessions, like more money, more friends, a nicer house or a house, or maybe like a Gucci belt, I'd like one of them, just saying, yeah, (laughs) ching, ching. So when we start to elevate those people or things above ourselves, suddenly our lives and who we've been created to be seem kind of insignificant and pointless, and then we start losing the bigger picture. Um, we can get these thoughts in our minds. If, if I knew I was cooler, I'd have more friends. That goes through mine a lot. I'm, I'm joking. You can laugh. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not a loser. No. Um, we can get these thoughts in our minds. So like if I had more money, I could change this or if I was better at this. We get so caught up in the if only. that um, we don't f- focus on the position and power that God has already given to us. And then we're constantly fighting with those negative thoughts. It gets really hard to see ourselves with any importance, let alone have the capacity or influence to help others. Now, if you've got a Bible or a phone, we're actually going to look at Acts 1.8, which says, but I promise you this, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be filled with power and you will be my messengers to Jerusalem, throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest places. So he's included Port Lincoln, which is nice. Um, now we're going to jump to another verse. It says in Rome, uh, sorry, Ephesians one nineteen to twenty three. Uh, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through your faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. Where am I? This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted Him to the highest place. And supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he is exalted as first above ruler, authority, government and realm of power in existence. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. So he alone is the leader and source of everything needed in the church. And God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ and have given him the highest rank above all others. I don't know about you, this really encourages me um, because this same power that they're talking about, uh, God has given to us, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, that same power that's above the authority, above the government, he's given to us. Um, Yeah, so because of the title we have been given by God, we have permission by God to influence people and be able to change the course of events. So, yeah. Yeah. When I think about that, I just want to let my mind wander and imagine the things that we could do for God if we were just open to it all the time and allow that power to flow through us. But I don't know about you, but I don't want that to be imaginary. Like I want to get to a place with God to be full of courage and boldness where he can just ask me anything and I'll just do it and be like, yeah, sick, I can do that. <laughs> Dad, alive. you're alive. Cool. Sweet. Um, so now that we know what it means to have that same power, how can we start applying it to everyday life? So for me I'm just applying it to me to help (laughs) I love the reinsurance in knowing that I have access and authority to that power in any circumstance that gets thrown at me so from needing comfort and healing when I'm physically sick to feeling peaceful about a big bill I have to pay like when Bernard always chips his teeth Um, (laughs) it's serious (laughs) Um, so yeah using that power to change my circumstances from bad to good knowing that he knows my heart, and even if I don't understand, if I give my circumstance to God, he will take that burden from me. Um, In the Bible it says to cast our burdens or the things we care about onto Jesus because he does care for us. And I know, like Jasmine said, it's not easy to give those issues to God and forget about them, but I can tell you, I can testify to his goodness over and over because there have been so many times where he's just provided for me and I've never been in lack. doesn't mean it was never tough, but he's showed me that I can trust him. Um, But this is what happens when we entertain those negative thoughts I was talking about earlier. Those thoughts like, I can't do this, God doesn't care about me, never answers my prayers, I'm not good at anything, why couldn't I be smarter or, well, I'm not going to bother trying because I'll fail anyway. Is it just me or have any of you guys thought that before because I'll feel kind of weird and leave. Uh, No, cool, all right, I'm going to go now. Uh, um, So, well... Those kind of thoughts aren't from God. They're actually from the devil, who is the father of lies. So he's constantly trying to creep in any way he can to tell you who he thinks you are. So he's a nasty piece of work. come on. Uh, the hardest part is that when we've been listening to those thoughts for so long, we don't actually realize or believe that they are lies anymore. And I'm going to use another analogy because I actually love them, and they help me to understand what I'm actually talking about. So just imagine that your mind is like, a paddock, like just bare, nothing there. It's like a pile of dirt, like a good one, good dirt, good dirt. (laughs) Like anything will grow in this dirt, so it's okay. So when we open our minds to like the negative, there's seeds, someone, and it starts growing, All positive. So what do you think is going to happen when you open your mind to lots of negative thoughts without realising? So you're just going to have to have, you're just going to have this big garden with, prickly stuff everywhere and it's not that nice you might have a few flowers here and there but it's not gonna bear fruit so oh man. so yeah our minds were meant for the positive seeds that were supposed to fill the whole garden and produce a beautiful and fruitful harvest and it happens because we don't recognize that we're entertaining the wrong perspective of ourselves so what is God's perspective To be honest, I struggle sometimes with my self-worth and value and what my purpose in God is. Sometimes it's easier and sometimes it's harder to get out of that rut. But the most important thing is to recognize whose voice is speaking the loudest. And because of the world we live in, by default, sometimes it's easiest easiest for us to listen to those negative thoughts. But tonight I just encourage you to try and recognize that those words aren't from God. The best thing you can do is stop and pray. Just say, God, I don't feel like a powerful person right now. What do you say about me? So God has nothing and will never have anything bad to say about you. So that's the easy way to differentiate the two. Um, He made you in his image. We should be listening to the words that are uplifting, kind and encouraging. For example, you're smart, you're beautiful, you're loving, you're generous, you're gifted, you're clever, you're creative. The list is endless. Your mind is a powerful thing and you really can do anything you set your mind to. The words that you speak over your life can either destroy you or build you up into the powerful person that God's created you to be. If it's hard for you to think positively sometimes, I encourage you to write them on some paper or stick it on your wall or put it as a reminder in your phone just to help you out. God knew and planned your destiny before you were even born. He chose you for a special purpose. He already knew about the times in our lives when we'd feel anxious, worried or unsure, not brave or strong enough. So he sent his Holy Spirit to be with us to reassure us and to remind us of the power that we have, to guide us through the times when we don't know what to do. So I'm just going to read another verse in Romans 8.26. This is from the Passion Translation. If you've got access to the Bible app, it's a really good version to read. Um, so it says, and in a similar way, the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weaknesses. For example, even at times when we don't know how to pray or know the best things to ask for, the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super-intercede on our behalf, pleading with God, pleading to God with emotional sighs too deep for words. God, the searcher of the heart, knows fully our longings, yet He also understands the desires of the spirit. Because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads before God for us, His holy ones, and in perfect harmony with God's plan and our destiny. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we who love Him have been called to fulfill His design purpose. So, God has chosen this generation to take the lead to be his hands and feet, and to see Port Lincoln saved and on fire for Jesus. And unfortunately, as I mentioned before, we do live in a broken and hurting world um, who want to know the reason for life, but sometimes look in all the wrong places. And we owe it to our friends, family, and the people around us, the opportunity to encounter Jesus, which should be something that would change their life forever. Um, I like to put it like this. Say if you were taking a test where it's either pass or fail, Um, And you knew the answer to the final question. If the person next to you, whether you knew them or not, didn't know the answer but needed it to pass, would you tell them? That kind of convicts me every time. (laughs) Um, I encourage you not to keep your faith and who you believe in a secret. Choosing to let God be a part of your life is the most important choice you will ever make and it's definitely worth telling people about. I know it's easier said than done, but you just need to trust God that Trust that God has given you the capacity and ability to influence people and change the course of events. Because everyone, Christian or not, believes in something. God has created us to influence them and to believe them in the truth of who God says they are and how much he loves them. So whether you believe it or not, you can make a difference. If your mind starts doubting, if only I was brave enough or if only I was spiritual enough, I could make a difference. Those kind of negative thoughts aren't from God, so don't let them change who God's made you to be. Um, he's made you to be brave, courageous, kind, loving, generous. I know, I know for me I'd love to have more courage to be able to pray for people and see those miracles and things happen because I know it will, but at the moment I'm a bit nervous because I'm scared of failing. <laughs> but that's not God's fault. It's up to me to get stuck into his words, spend time with him and listen to him and have faith to see those things happen. And if, if it doesn't happen the first time, I have to have perseverance to keep praying and seek him. Um So, the main thing I wanted you guys to get out of this message is that no matter what happens in your life, God has destined you to be a powerful person, and you can trust him. Even if you can't see the bigger picture, he's not going to let you down. Um, He was, is, and will be with, with you in whatever situation you face, big or small, from when the unexpected does happen or when you're just having a down day or feeling anxious or emotional. God cares about you, no matter how insignificant you may think your problem is, he cares. He loves to listen, and he especially loves it when you ask him for advice. Because as good as smart as your parents or friends are, they may not have the answer. They can do their best, but he's the only one that has the right answer every time. All you have to do is talk to him, ask him for help. Say, God, I don't actually know what to do anymore. I thought I could do this by myself, but I can't, and I need your strength to pick me back up. You know, um... You know, (laughs) I've said that way too many times to him, and he never gets sick of hearing it. Um, But you know what? After giving my cares to God, I've never felt like he hasn't heard me. There's a peace that comes over me almost like he's saying, don't worry, I've got it. So to wrap up, I think I zoomed through that. So here's quickly just a few things to think about during the week. So number one, whose voice is more predominant in your life? Are you listening more to the negative or to the positive? And number two, have some quiet time with God and ask him what he thinks about you and write it down. And lastly, if you want a challenge, ask God to give you opportunities to speak to people. This is a fun one because God always gives us opportunities. It's just up to us to actually listen and say yes. Um, yeah, if you want, Josh has given you a perfect opportunity to invite your friends to Youth for life. That's a good start. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> That is the end of my message, but I would like to pray to finish up. I did write it down so I wouldn't be awkward, like I said I was. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if you want to bow your head and close your eyes, that would be good. And I'm just going to start. So thank you, God, for this amazing group of young people here tonight. And I thank you for the amazing opportunity that you give us to show your love to those around us and give us the confidence to speak life into people's situations, no matter how big or small. Even when we feel anxious or unequipped, Lord, the Bible says that when we lay hands on the sick, they will recover. I pray that each day you will open up doors for us to be a bright light in the dark world around us. Fill us with your peace and assurance. We don't have to worry about anything because you have given us your Holy Spirit to be by our side through every circumstance. We made that decision to follow you, God, and we just want that passion to follow you to continue to burn within us. Let it be contagious and let it spread so that we can make a huge impact in this world around us. And I just pray for every person in this room just oh, show them how much you love them, God, and just let them know how important they are to you. Help them listen to the right voice. Show them who you created them to be and give them the opportunities and covenants to speak to their friends about you. Open doors for them to show people your love and kindness, and we thank you for the freedom that we have to get to know you more and more. In your name. And...